I got to tell you, Ari, I'm very excited. I'm going to be guest hosting for Dennis Prager uh, May 29, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I hope I don't screw it up. What can I say? But well, what an honor. I mean, Okay, then so don't cool. screw it up. Just don't. All right, let me just write that down. Don't screw it up. Thank you. Yeah. You know, life's, life's problems really could be solved much more simply if we simply write down, don't screw this up way before. That's all. Go to court and I write down ahead of time, don't screw this up to myself or to my attorneys that I send down there. And uh, it'll all be good. And you need to, of course, tell your clients not to do that either. <laughs> That's true. Right? Yeah. Before well, they, yeah, before there, they call they're, they're, you, they should know not to have screwed it up either. Yes. Yes. Like we should have said this with the whole coronavirus business. You know what? Don't, just don't screw it up. Okay. Lech lecha. You know, go, go forth and deal with this. Uh, and, of course, they didn't think about this whatsoever. They didn't, nobody wrote that down. Don't screw this up. Because, well, which and, means that they yeah. felt like more than comfortable to screw this up. Yeah, but, really that, but that was the, what the original thing was. Remember, yeah. two weeks to flatten the curve? Yeah, I It was supposed well. to be two weeks. If they did, two, I'm, I'm talking if you followed their plan. Yeah. If you did their two weeks and then go, okay, we flatten the curve back to normal. We could have even gone a month, no. right? I mean, it's now two and a half months into it. And we could have gone one full month. It would have been too much. But then they could say, listen, you know, we really want to be sure uh, we didn't want to do, you know, we wanted to go beyond the two weeks to make absolutely sure that there was no extra spike. So thanks so much. We're now back on track. That would have been, you know, still difficult. It still would have led to a, a massive recession, but it would have been better than another month and a half after that, leading to a, a total depression. This is awful. Uh, what is it now? The unemployment figures are 41, 42 million. I mean, it's really, it's an absurd number. Numbers that are, are so out there that to tell yourself that back in the Wayback Machine of, let's say, June 2019, to say, you know, by the time of May, late May 2020, uh, we will be announcing that there are 42 million Americans that have newly filed unemployment claims. You'd say, okay, Barack, you know, I don't think it's going to be that bad, all right? You know, there might be a little dip, you know, the economy goes in waves and such like that. But it's never happened before in history. No, no, Ari, let me tell you, it's, it's going to be a complete shutdown of the entire economy. Not only that, but they're going, to, they're going to close all schools, they'll close all restaurants, close all movie theaters, no concerts, no basketball games whatsoever, no, no sporting games whatsoever. Uh, people will basically not be flying whatsoever unless in, in true emergencies um, no bowling, no nothing. You know, people are encouraged. In fact, they'll have to wear masks. Are you getting enough exercise? Uh, you know, are you, uh, you're writing down your positivity quotes for the day and meditations, right? No, I mean, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. You would think that there's something wrong going on in somebody's head, but here we are in this dystopian, crazy world. Um, and of course we know that the left just loves this. This is an opportunity for them. They've always loved this. This gives them purpose. Uh, and, and now we, we recently had a graduation speech from Biden and I'm probably going to use this in, um, Oh, the irony show. of that, just that, just, just saying that, Oh, the irony Yeah, <laughs> that well, he's speaking to graduating scholars. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously through the internet, it's a zoom thing and everything else. So, but, but so, but what he says is this pandemic gives us a chance to create the world anew. I'm 
almost precisely quoting him. I, I don't remember, you know, I haven't memorized it, but he's literally said that this is our opportunity to completely change the whole justice system, the whole medical system, the whole social structure, generally speaking. He's excited about that. This is a great opportunity, he says. And, you know, in, you know the expression in vino veritas, right? In wine, there is truth. It's a Latin phrase. And, and it's used to describe any time something is, uh, you know, a not normal circumstance. So a drunk person says the truth at the end of the day. You know what? I always thought you were a fraud. Right? I mean, he's. Or, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you, man. You're the best. Okay, well, that, that's why people, you know, they, they can use alcohol as a pretext to kind of let it all hang out. But it's also when, when people are really angry, too, right? You know, get in a big argument and I never loved you anyway, whatever. Okay. So they say things that they don't necessarily mean, but somehow it, it comes out during the anger, during the drunk stupor, during their being really fatigued, or while they're being Biden. Okay, so as they say, or as I as I say, in Biden veritas, right, right, he is a guy that that ultimately slips up and you know says it. I mean, slips up every half hour, and he says what the left is always thinking, and which isn't necessarily truth, but what's really on his or their mind, right? right? Yeah, there you You go. Yeah, horse face, pony soldier. You're not really black. Yeah, any number of, and those are just recent examples. There's (laughs) 40 years of this. You know, Indians working at 7-Elevens, donut shops. They're they're, going to put you all in chains. Yeah, Yeah. that was that's what happened. Mitt Romney killed a woman. Yeah, God knows what. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's very anyway. So this is in Biden veritas. They they really don't realize what kind of a mess they have on their hands. Look, you, you know, off, uh, offline, you and I were t- talking about how they just, they really have no idea how much they're going to lose by. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. It's like, it, and, and you made this great analogy, if that, if you were to go against, uh, you know, uh, Holyfield or, or Tyson or Muhammad Ali during his heyday and, and okay, Ari, we're going to be uh, putting you against uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and and, uh, and after that, you're going to play one-on-one basketball. But don't worry, you'll it's easy. LeBron right. James, right? Is LeBron your James. Yeah, today. and after that, you'll be playing chess with Kasparov, right? Right. I mean, the the, <laughs> the game is already done before it even begins, right? Right. We Yo-Yo know. Ma and you were having a cello off at three. <laughs> a cello off. You know, uh, it's like <laughs> you're picturing that, right? <laughs> yes, I am, and it's not looking pretty. I mean, up to that moment, before I actually put Bo to to cello, I, I might people I might be able to fool people, right? Okay, let's see this uh, this great concert. It's about to happen. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I wonder why Barack just doesn't stop bowing. That's right. You like, know, and, and, he keeps saying, thank, "Thank you for coming." That's right. And before I put the, I'm about to put the bow on the on the strings, and then I say, "You know, I want to tell you a funny story." <laughs> and, I, and my. And then they, 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 they <laughs> yes. and then, and they're, and so, okay, so without further ado, let's play. You know what? That, that reminds me of a joke. And then yeah. you start talking about that. And, and it's all this delay. And at the end of the day, finally, when I have to put the bow on, on the strings, they can see that I just, I'm just not competent yeah, as a cello don't player. Have it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, am I, I'm a good lawyer, but a cello player, I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are many things I'm not good at. Fact, I'm not good at singing. Mom. I'm not good at a lot right. of things. But I, I got to tell you, I'm not good at cello player. It, that's full disclosure. I want to make that clear to all those who say that I once said that I was a great cello player. It's just not true. 
Okay, yeah. I admit it. I'm sorry if I ever let on otherwise. But that is the situation going on with the Democrats. They, they are. <laughs> I mean, November third, 2020, will roll around. That is the time to perform. Okay, and we're going to see the performance. At the end of the day, people will be rejecting the Democrat message uh, very resoundingly, in my opinion. I think I, I speak for Ari as well. Yeah, Mondale level rejection. Wow. You know, 49 states, 50 states. I mean, it's Wouldn't bad. that be wonderful? It's bad. Well, I, I have put it down to 40 states. I've, I've made that clear uh, to most of my friends. I, I think we'll, we'll win, but 40 states. Now, every once in a while, I, you know, I, I start creeping back up to 41, 42, 43. Why? Because the economy is getting back up. It's moving in the right direction at the very least. You can say that. Uh, and then Biden, of course, just keeps on saying more and more stupid things. Um, and he reveals that the more uh, he, the more people listen to Biden, the more they have to wonder to themselves, wow, can I really have this man at the helm? Um, wondering, you know, what, I don't think he knows the difference between port and starboard. You know, I, I just don't. I don't think he gets yeah, that. You learned that recently running your own ship here. I, you that, know, yeah, as it were, know. that's true. <laughs> but he doesn't know which way is up for that matter. I mean, and why would he? I mean, he's constantly confused about where he is and, and what he's running for. I think he's surprised that he won the Democrat nomination or de facto one. Um, there's a lot of things about him, but this is not about Biden. At the end of the day, it's, it's about a lot of different things. And it's about controlling the economy, controlling the uh, the narrative, and then trying to reinvent the entire world. This is their opportunity, and they've always seen it this way. Look, uh, we had a segment a long time ago, Ari, about um, the signs settled. Remember that? And that was a fun one. We, where, you know, they, I, I, but I literally heard somebody say the other day regarding the coronavirus oh, no. pandemic, they said, you know, you are ignoring science. The science is settled that this is a dangerous, uh, horrific disease and we're all going to die and the mortality rate is going to skyrocket and, and, you know, whatever, spike. And I thought to myself, where, where have I heard that before? The science is settled. Well, like, where haven't you heard that before? Where have I heard that before? Ah, ah, yes, that's right. The, the global warming thing, of course. And, and I thought, you know, this is so convenient for them. The good news about the coronavirus situation is that it's, it really is a truncated moment in time. It can, the pandemic can only last so long. I mean, if, even if we had no quarantining, no response whatsoever, and we just kind of took note of the deaths that this uh, virus did, and they would just say, okay, well, what a bummer. Um, and, uh, but eventually it would die out, and we'd say, okay, the, the great pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic of 2020, maybe 2021. But eventually it would die out. And... But that's that. And, but there would be science involved with that. Unlike global warming, which is this nefarious blob, global warming can mean anything that you want it to mean. It can mean extreme weather. It can mean hurricanes. It can mean, you know, jock itch for all, all we care. I mean, it's, it's really weird. That's why I itch? Yeah, that's oh. global warming. Uh, whenever you're upset with your spouse, it's global warming. You know, that, that's the dealio, okay? And it gives an opportunity to do everything. It's an all-purpose uh, issue. And I, it, it frightens me that people don't realize that, but there it is. The, the beauty of the coronavirus situation is that we can see right away whether the science that was supposedly settled has worked. 
Okay, so we now know, for example, the mortality rate is, wait for it, wait for it, 0.26 percent. Wow, that's in transgender most. levels, <laughs> that's, right? That's right. Oh, you know, that's a good point. Things? That's yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's right it, around it's, that it's number. It's such a I tiny think. number. It's 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 bizarrely low, and and I'm going to bring this up tomorrow because uh, I literally heard somebody say. Uh, about the mail voting fraud situation, right? Where, you know, you and I are concerned if they were to do a na nationwide mail-in voting and they said, uh, gosh, you know, it's, it, this is really nothing to worry about. Yes, there, there is going to be fraud associated with it, but it, it's so marginal. I'd put it at 0.2%. Yeah, and it's for the best. It's for your own good. Right, yeah. It's for but, your safety right. and your health. But listen, yeah. so they said, they, they literally say it's 0.2% of a chance. Okay, but wait a minute. That's the mortality rate of this coronavirus. And that's, that's really important to you. Uh, you know, that mortality rate is totally unacceptable. But the 0.2% for mail-in voting fraud, that's, that's nothing. That's negligible, according to you. It's interesting, right? I, I, just, I find it fascinating. People will say one thing for one, in one context and say exactly the opposite in the other context. Right, and your point is so well taken. They constantly tell us the science is settled, but then when we go, you're right, life begins at conception. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, your, that's you just trying to control women. And then as science is settled, hydroxychloroquine works. Oh, that's just you trying to you know, end the lockdown. You just want your freedom back. Right. Uh, right. Well, yeah. hydro uh, hydroxychloroquine is a good example in terms of percentages. The percentage of people that may have really bad symptoms from using hydro hydroxychloroquine and the ZPEC uh, combination is so negligible. It's statistically zero. And yet that's the reason why they, they want to ban it. Right. And then right? when you flip that and go, but what's the cure rate? Of yeah. people who would have been bad off had they not gotten the HCQ, right? The cure rate is over ninety nine percent. I I'm with you. But, so I mean, the upside is way up here. The downside is negligible. And then when we say, well, what about hydroxyl? You're denying science, right? <laughs> I know. Amazing. I know. But but the numbers are almost identical. The percentage, yeah. of, you know, chances of mail in fraud, 0.2 percent. Okay. That first of all, I think that's a lot, <laughs> but. Nevertheless, I think it'd be much more, and you're inviting it much more. But the fact that you are saying, you can point out in the past, decades in the past, that uh, fraud has only occurred in very few cases uh, in, in voting. Uh, and therefore, we should loosen up all the restrictions. Right, to invite more of it. We'll, we'll just yeah. get more fraud, but they, they think it'll be the same. That's yeah. the funny thing is, I, I mean, it's really extraordinary. That's like saying, well... <clears throat> Because we, um, you know, there haven't been that many murders in Los Angeles. Therefore, we shouldn't have all these laws against murder, right? Yes. Because everything it's, will be cool. There's so few of them. Why do we bother? Why yeah. do we bother enforcing them? Right. We forget that the reason why, part of the reason why is because we enforce them. Yeah. And, and likewise with, with voting. They, they just don't get this. I mean, but, but of course, I mean, I think they do get it. They get, they just want, want to get it. It's Democrat, being a Democrat is the party of convenience. So it's whatever they want in the moment they want it. Right. Do you understand? Oh, like if they that. want chocolate, they get chocolate. If they want vanilla, they get vanilla. Yeah. Uh, there's no rules. There's no consistency. It's floating point. They they like you know that perfect example is they loved um, laws banning illegal aliens from coming to the country before 2006. Yeah. After oh, 2006, well. it suddenly became their issue du jour. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, <laughs>
you know, who knows? Well, but look, another way of looking at it, there's many ways. Uh, there are many ways. The, the other way of looking at it is second stage thinking, right, from our friend Thomas Sowell. <clears throat> um, they only see the deaths associated with the coronavirus. I mean, for, let's assume that they're accurate in the first place, but whatever. Uh, but they don't see, of course, the deaths that will result from the economic shutdown. So uh, suicides, uh, spousal abuse, hunger, poverty, uh, poverty generally else, speaking. Yes. So, and not just in America, but throughout the rest of the world, where you know people are on the on on the edge of life. I mean, these many people throughout the world are literally on the edge of life, and and for them, for for the left, they're of no concern whatsoever. So either they don't care about those people, or they are willfully and blissfully just ignoring the reality of what will happen yeah. to Can we people. get beyond that point, though? Because we've been together, okay, as a couple yes. on this podcast yes, since 2012. Okay, so we're going on, on our eighth year here. I think we're beyond the paper anniversary and all. And listen, just ask me if you want me to marry you. Fine, just do it already. It's legal. I don't need to. Now that we can do it, we don't need to agitate <sighs> anymore. My point is, can't we get beyond the accidental explanations of Democrat Party conduct and just... It jumped to the clitoris of it's deliberate and we know it. Where did you get the, the clitoris part? What? Well, you know, from Monty Python's meaning of life, you don't just jump to the clitoris, you know? <laughs> yes, I see. Okay. You know well, what I mean? You, as long, you, you, you had me at Monty Python. Okay, good. Okay. I, I think we're good there. Right. My point is we don't need to do this dalliance of foreplay and go, well, you know, don't they know? Don't they know? Oh, they know. Yeah, that's it. Their true. entire political at, at foray point. is scientific in its acquisition of power politic philosophies. Right. Look, in law, uh, using the example of fraud, because that's probably the most analogous, in law, you do not have to have an admission from the guy, from the defendant, saying, yeah, I intended to defraud the bastard, and uh, boy, I'm so glad I did, and I got my do millions of dollars. Do voice. Right? <laughs> yeah, I promised to do it. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I hope to defraud him of $2 million, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd do it again, I would. <laughs> right. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, anyway, so... The so you don't need that. Yeah, you, you don't need win. that. No, yeah. you can get that from what we call circumstantial evidence. And circumstantial does not mean kind of random, you know, you know, I, I feel it evidence. It, it means, you know, evidence uh, of the fact that, that here's a guy signing a document saying, I'm taking your money and I'm going to invest it for you in all sorts of stocks and bonds. And, uh, and then you can see the $2 million going into his account. And that $2 million is going to buy, you know, orthodoxy stuff for his daughter. Yeah, or I, checking into I, a Las Vegas casino. Yeah, and running up a gambling tab. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to get his admission that he intended to defraud. You that can, receipt for the yachty bot is... Yeah, yeah. so, so you, you, you can interpolate that he intended to do so, okay? And that, that, that would be a very reasonable interpretation. And, and any jury seeing that would say, yeah, that, that's fraud. And we find that the defendant engaged in fraud. And the plaintiff was damaged in the amount of X. Okay. Uh, and, and that's what you're saying. All right. yeah. You're saying that, look, with all the evidence here, and it's circumstantial, right? I mean, you're, not, you're never going to have Biden or Cuomo or Garcetti saying, we have a nefarious plan and we're going to, you know, and, and they're wringing their hands in, in a Machiavellian uh, you know, way with the one eyebrow raised and saying, boo ha 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 you know, and, and this was our plan all along, and, he, and, and then they pull off the mask, and it's the devil, and the, they got horns, and everything, just to add color to the whole, whole situation. No, you're, you're not going to have that. You're going to have them say it in the language of, um, 
security and compassion and taking care of you, right? That, yeah, that's ultimately things like Cuomo this week saying, but the nursing homes never complained that I sent them. Yeah, well, we'll get to that, that in a moment. But, thing. But, but that is exactly the way that they're doing it. And you have to wise up at some point and you have to act like the jury uh, receiving this circumstantial evidence and to say, look, I, I got to tell you, I, I think you guys are are playing a game with us. And you have a nefarious purpose, and your nefarious tra- purpose appears to is becoming transparent to us all. It is, okay. And, and when you, no matter what we do, and they, here's how I know, uh, I call it the obstacle test. Sometimes you want to go somewhere. Let's say, um, let's say you want to take your lovely wife uh, on a trip. Let's say uh, you're into mountain biking. I'm, I'm into mountain biking. Okay, I love it, and. And I, my, my wife is not into mountain biking. Great outdoors, all right? So let, let's just assume that. Uh, and that would be so much fun, sweetie. And she says, oh, you know, it's just expensive to get out there and, you know, by, take a plane. And I say, oh, you know what? I found some great deals. It's going to be great. And then she says, oh, yeah, you know, but then I have to think, you know, we got to think about the kids. Uh, no, no, sweetie, it's okay. The kids are thrilled they're going to stay with grandma and uh, you, you need the break as well and then she says another obstacle and another obstacle and there's like five more and then finally you say to her maybe you just don't want to go mountain biking is that right and she says yeah yeah it's just not me okay next time just say it okay i've cleared all your obstacles but now i found out that the real thing is you just don't want to to do it and, and by the way, I feel this is true about everything. Uh, if you want to achieve something, I've noticed this with my kids, uh, they, if they really want to get, I don't know, that bike, okay, they will find a way to get that bike. They will clear every obstacle imaginable, and they found this store. Oh, but Dad, there's a store that's opened up at 11 o'clock at night. We can do it right now. They're very creative, and they're very resourceful when it comes to something that they want. The opposite, of course, is true when they... They, they're faced with something they don't want to do or don't want to have to do. Are you talking about something called human nature? It's human nature. Oh, there you go. So, so back to the Democrats, it's the same sort of thing here. Like you, you wonder, you know, why is it that you, you don't understand? I mean, we, we, you confront them, you deal with the obstacles. What are the, the obstacles in the case of the Democrats or le- any, any of your lefty Truth, friends? justice, the American way and science. There you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, I think I said that too fast for everyone. Jen. <laughs> Truth, justice, the American way, and science. Yes. There, there, there you go. go. Oh, and just plain out reality. Those are their right. little obstacles. <laughs> so you, you present them with facts and you say, look, you know, here's why we need to, to reopen California or, for that matter, every state, Right. And then they say, well, we, we don't know. I, you know. You know, I saw this w- woman getting really sick from uh, coronavirus, and we need to keep, keep uh, the, whole, the whole state yeah. down. And you say, no, well, actually, the mortality rate is much lower. It's, it, you, know, you thought it was 4 or 5% once upon a time. We're not holding it against you. You just didn't know. But now we do know that it's about 0.25%. Uh, it's a hell of a lot lower. And now we can reopen. Well, no, it could spike. And... Uh, you know, and they ignore the numbers. They they just stay with the old numbers. Have you noticed yeah, that? And they, they don't never go to made, the new numbers. And they never made this big of a deal about AIDS, don't you know, too? So, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and AIDS actually killed people without a 
the the drugs. In fact, it kills people at 100% rate today if you don't give the AZT-based cocktail. Right. Yes, right? You, you will die if you do not get the, uh, the cocktail, like you said. Right. Uh, anyway, so you present fact after fact as to why this doesn't work. The masks don't work. They, they, they're not meaningful. Yeah, they're symbolic at best. Right. Hydro, hydroxychloroquine does work. It works really well as a 99.8% effectiveness rate. Yeah, but uh, they can't do that because no, they yeah. don't like it. Yeah, right. And, and then they, they they just blow right over all these facts, mm-hmm. right? These these easy in this case, a hydro, hydroxychloroquine, an actual cure. Use the c word cure, right? Yep. And then you say, okay, well, you know, uh, and then you compare it to the flu, uh, and and not all vaccines, uh, you know, cure it. I mean, you still have many deaths from the flu notwithstanding that there is a vaccine out there. Yeah, and you have deaths from the vaccine. Right. Hydroxychloroquine is extraordinarily safe. Yeah, compared to the vaccine. Yeah. So, but, but all these, they blow all over these things and they say, well, no, I still don't want to reopen the state until we get a vaccine, which of course assumes that the vaccine will cure everything. Or that there even will be one. Right. Yeah. So then, uh, so you keep on presenting, you know, uh, you know, resolution after resolution or uh, problem solving after problem solving. And they still don't listen to you. Yeah, and like your fraud example, suddenly the circumstantial evidence builds up and you go, oh, I see what's going on here. You just don't want to open because you don't like mountain biking. You literally just don't want to open because you don't want to open. That's right. You just don't want to go. That's where I'm going. That's exactly where I'm going. And even, I put it to you, that even if today, this very moment, because they say we, we will reopen the day that we have a vaccine. If we were to suddenly produce... You know, Trump were to announce, I have great news, everybody. We got a great vaccine. It came to us from Israel. Yeah, Bill Gates had nothing to do nothing with it. Nothing to yeah. do with it. And it's and not only is it uh, purely um, effective with no side effects whatsoever, uh, we've been able to make this available to literally every American and every person on the planet. Okay. And, and, and we mailed say, a dose with every ballot. That's right. To everyone. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> right. Just saying. Well, that's what I said, Siri. So you deal with it, okay? I don't know why Siri goes off like this every once in a while. Call her Alexa. She likes that. All right. Okay. <laughs> they won't get jealous? She, it's real, the responses are actually quite funny. <laughs> All right. Anywho, the point is you could, you could present this vaccine. Everything's been packaged nicely. No side effects. No, no worries whatsoever. It's a clean vaccine. And I have somehow the feeling that Governor Newsom would say, I'm not so sure. We, we still have a lot of work yeah, to do. We're, we're, I'll do Newsom. I'm, I'm just really concerned here. I'm just really concerned because according to my information, that's kind of me, not everyone is taking it. <laughs> exactly right. right. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they would not stop at a vaccine. They won't stop at anything. They, they will say, look. Let's say they had a vaccine and the proof positive and it was right there in front of their face. They would still say, well, you know what? We still need to wear masks. We still need to close down things. We still need to close down restaurants because we want to avoid the possibility of a new strand of coronavirus or for that matter, any new virus coming out. And this will be just prophylactic measure. You can never be too safe. No, 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 no. No. That's what they will do. It's It's always about creating the obstacles. They have no interest in fighting this virus. Yeah, and letting us just be free. This has been the biggest power grab ever. For the first time in my life as an American, and I almost come to cheers saying this or even thinking it, I don't feel free. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I've, but, and by, by, I think it's important I define this. Yeah. Fe- feeling free, not being free is this in a nutshell. Right. Thinking a second time before doing my desire. Right. For something that's totally law abiding. Thinking a second time when I say, I want to walk on the beach. Oh, but can I really? Even now that the beaches are open, I still say to myself, oh, but can I really? Yeah. Saying to myself, I want to walk on the beach and breathe the air free. Oh, but can I really? Will someone come up to me if I'm not wearing the schmata on my face? You yeah. know, and not, I, only I, that, not only that, but they want the government to, to tell them directly what to think and how to behave. I mean, this, this desire to not be free is, is palpable. It's, it's here. We, we are no longer dealing with a country that is interested in freedom. For the past... In, in, in uh, unanimity, you in would unanimity, say. Unanimity, yeah. right. For sure, you're, you're right. Because there's a lot of us like you and of me. Of course. Right? You know, I mean, I think, and I believe, like we're talking about with the election results, there are more of us than them. Yes, that's true. I, I, I stand corrected. I'm talking about conservatives. Yes, freedom is our first value. No doubt about that. But looking at the Democrat Party, and I'm not even talking about the far left wing. I'm talking about the Democrat Party. I don't know how many cycles it goes back to now, how many election cycles it goes back to. But certainly the past three, uh, you, you saw virtually no reference to freedom. That we love freedom, that liberty is, is paramount in our lives and such. They literally don't say it. Uh, I mean, it's not not zero tons, by the way. It'll be it'll be oh, it'll be spat out from time to time, but it won't be taken very seriously. Okay, it's it's something that's, they pay lip service to it. Let's put it that way. Whereas for us, we conservatives, it's the number one thing that we need to get done. It's Never like to, to us, achieve. it's like uh, what winning is to Vince Lombardi. It's not the thing. It's, it's the only thing. Yeah, it's the only. Oh yeah, the only thing. That's a good point. That's what we have to focus on: liberties and, and freedom. Everything, everything that's a first order business. And if, if we do anything that otherwise chips away at that liberty, we're doing something wrong. Right. We, should, we should throw it away. It does not make sense. We need to sacrifice. Yes, sacrifice even lives for the sake of ensuring that we, our freedom does not get chipped away. Right. And in fact, Memorial Day was last week, right? Yep. Uh, that's what Memorial Day is about. Yep. That's the meaning of it. That we give blood to keep freedom. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, I agree. Uh, I we mean, don't it, give up freedom to keep blood. We, and, and our elected officials' job isn't to protect us. It's to protect our laws that protects our freedom. And the third sort of point to that equation is this. I am much more afraid day in, day out, in reality, of governmental or, or, or cultural tyranny of my rights, my freedoms, and those of all I love, than any disease, right. no matter how horrific. I'll, I'll leave it with this one metaphor, this one uh, analogy. If it were, let's say, D-Day again, and we had to storm the beaches at Normandy, and there's Hitler and uh, the Nazis, are, this is our one shot at really kind of flipping this war around and then ultimately uh, achieving victory uh, in, in Europe, Catching right, in 1945. Imagine Gavin Newsom saying, looking at, at, at each of the, the, G, the G-men, the soldiers, and saying, look, these guys, I mean, they, they, might, uh, they might get shot. It's going to so, be really dangerous. It's not, I don't it's know if gonna be, So I, what I want, I, Gavin Newsom, want, I mean, it's, a, it's cute if you want to go on the beach, that's fine. But uh, I want every man wrapped up in a bulletproof bubble uh, so that there's no chance 
because every life is precious, uh, of them getting hurt whatsoever. Okay? Yeah, but, but and, governor, and, and then you say to him, right. well, hold on, Ari. Then you say to him, but, but Governor, um, they won't be able to shoot back, for one thing, and they won't be able to move around at all because they, they can't move in these bubbles, yeah. uh, and they won't be able to hear each other, for that matter. And, and Newsom says, oh, I don't care. It's not worth the risk. But, but, but Governor, uh, if we don't do this, then we stand the risk of being slaves to the Germans uh, for many decades to come. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're, we're jiggy with that, Governor. Uh, no, life is precious. Yeah, I just don't want blood on my hands. Yes, right? exactly right. And uh, but I have an even better analogy. But, but, Governor, if we wrap them like this, when they get off the boats in the water, they will sink and drown before oh, they yes, get to the shore yes, in yes. large numbers. Well, that's the risk we have to take. <laughs> We, uh, we right. don't want to th- shot by bullets. Yeah, that's the key. That's right. Yes. All right. So uh, that is the thing. And and remember, folks, in Biden, very toss, and they don't want to deal with your truths. They don't care about the obstacles in, in terms of your resolving them. They have an agenda, and you need to see that they have an agenda. It is now no longer a guessing game. It is intentional. You need to see that in the same way that the judge and the jury should be able to see that that guy engaged in fraud from very clear evidence, even if he doesn't admit it directly to you. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.